0: Well, I want to welcome everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall, a show here on WEHC, where we sit down with somebody interesting from Emory & Henry and talk about them a little bit. And today, I'm breaking the rule just a little tiny bit. I usually talk to somebody who has graduated, but today I'm talking with a current student, Cornelius Barber. How you doing,
1: Corn? I'm doing all right. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fine. Thanks for being my guest today. No
1: problem. No problem.
0: Well, the reason I wanted to talk with Cornelius is is to kind of introduce him a little bit because he is serving as an intern in the alumni office this semester. We've only done this once before, and so it's still kind of new for me. But you're going to be showing up for a lot of events coming up, and so I thought this would be a fun way for folks to get to know you.
1: Yes, ma'am. I'm excited. Really excited.
0: Let's start with the boring stuff. Right. So where are you from?
1: Fort Mill, South Carolina.
0: <laughs> not that Fort Mill is boring, but, you know, you have to sort of cover that.
1: Yeah, it's a small town, though.
0: Where is Fort Mill?
1: It's just uh, 20 minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. So if you ever heard of the theme park, Carowinds, Fort Mill is pretty much right there beside Carowinds. Like, I live five minutes away from the amusement park.
0: So do you have to hear screams all summer long?
1: No, it's not not really, because um, the amusement, the amusement park is really big, so, like, you rarely hear you hear the roller coasters a little bit, depending yeah. on like where you are uh, on the road and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not too bad. Traffic's a little crazy during that summer time. Oh gosh, a yeah. bit
0: so. Do they close in the winter time?
1: No, I think they have. I think they still open up for the winter times. I think they do like little festivals and little stuff yes, like that,
0: like fall festivals. and yeah, stuff. I think you're right.
1: I think so. I think they had like a show on ice a couple of years back, if my memory if my memory is uh, is correct. But that sounds dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> but,
0: but then you and I have just established that we're both kind of klutzy, so mm-hmm. you know weak ankles. It also. <laughs> It all sounds dangerous to us. All right, so that's where you're from. So tell us what you're majoring in.
1: I am a media and communications major. I'm a fifth-year senior. I'm a minoring in healthy human performance with uh, hoping to be a sports journalist and then a high school football coach if everything works out.
0: That is a cool combination. So... First of all, just to catch people up, media mm-hmm. and communications is the new name for mass com, right? Yes, ma'am. Because mm-hmm.
1: there
0: are a whole lot of mass Comm majors going. What'd you just say?
1: Yeah, it's it's the new name for mass com. I'm just trying to get used to saying media and communications more.
0: Well, and and let's just and throw this out. So you're also in health and human performance, which used to be phys ed.
1: Yeah, phys ed. I, I did not know that actually.
0: Yes, used to be phys ed major, and so yeah. physical education major, and so. But I feel like this is a much broader interpretation of. Than phys ed was. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, you guys cover wellness and what don't you covering there? Like tons of stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, just teaching, wellness, um, the body, health. Um, it's been a lot. Yeah, it's not just like PE yeah. and physical education. Right, like, right, right, it's, right, a, right. It's, it's a, like you said, it's a lot more inclusive to other things around that, and just not, you know, just being a PE teacher. Not, not saying there's nothing like wrong being a PE teacher either, but.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. But I grew up as a phys, as a as an English major mm-hmm. nerd, and so the words phys ed were like you know I just assumed I was going to get hit in the head with the ball. I just <laughs> you know I was not athletic. So yeah. health and human performance kind of seems like there might even be a place for me to fit in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, not much of a place, but you know yeah, a little place. So how did you end up at Emory and Henry?
1: Oh, uh, it was my senior year of high school. I was thinking about playing college football, and then the football team here reached out to me. I came for a visit around. January, I figured out how cold it was, and I was like, "Yeah, (laughs) I like the cold. I like it up here." That's funny. And then uh, I signed my letter of intent, and then I came up here, and I've kind of enjoyed myself for these past five years. So,
0: well, good.
1: It's been an experience.
0: But you're not playing football this year, right?
1: No, ma'am, I I am not.
0: So, is is it was it different being here after football?
1: Oh yeah, it was. (laughs) I remember the first day after. Uh, The first day, I felt like I had just time. Wow. I just felt like time moved so slow. Isn't that funny? It's weird. It was was very weird not going to practice that first day after. And I was just like, so this is what it's like not playing a sport anymore. Because I played football my whole life, basically. So just like that, that change shocked me. I was like, hmm, okay, let's see where I go from here.
0: Yeah. But but you've adjusted well. You're you seem to be busy. Well, tell us, tell us yeah. about some other things um, that you're doing?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty busy. Uh, I try to stay busy more or less. I'm I play pool a lot. I'm in a pool league back at home, so I'll be practicing playing billiards and stuff like that. I'm working on a podcast right now. I'm interning with you, and then I also try to keep up my academics as well. So besides that, I. Uh, I watch a lot of sports, trying to be as caught up into sports as I can. I stay relevant on social media, you know, X slash Twitter, whatever they want to call that now. X. <laughs> I try to stay, you know, up to date on really what's going on there.
0: And and so and so when you're you've got a busy schedule, because mm-hmm. you know, like you say, you're you got a big class schedule too. What what do you and your friends do for fun?
1: We play the game. We we just play the video games all the time. Do I, you really? Yeah, we play video games, we hang out at the calf. We play basketball, we play football, you know, like two-hand touch, flag, stuff like that. We're yeah. really being in the intramural sports. Cool. Yeah, we'd, we've played the 3v3 leagues, the 5-on-5 leagues. We played the flag football. I've done the little pool league tournament they had up here. We're going to do, like, again, the flag football this semester. And then, yeah, we try to, we try to stay active. You know, yeah. We try not to be in our rooms 24-7 because there's... It's a lot more out there in the world just being in, in four walls and a ceiling.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like that needs to be on a on a video loop for student affairs because, mm-hmm. you know, you can come here to Emory and & Henry and not experience it, you yeah. know? And I think that's so sad.
1: Yeah, I, I was like that personally for, like, the first—well, like, right after I got done with football, I was like that for a minute because I was like, okay, I'm not a football player anymore, so what do I do now? So I was just trying to get out of my room more and really seeing what Emory was and— it's it's definitely a lot more than just say you play a sport it's Mm -hmm. more than that sport emory is a really big campus and there's a lot of really cool interesting things that people don't know about until you really get into the weeds of it
0: yeah well and i can see why you if with you're right you're as as an athlete your Mm -hmm. schedule is so tight that i can understand why it would be hard um, to do other stuff. But I'm really proud of you for, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the world beyond the locker room. Thank you. I <laughs> know. Uh, that's a big adjustment. So you you guys play a lot of video games and stuff. What kind of video games do you play?
1: Oh, we play Madden, uh, NBA 2K. I play MLB The Show. Uh, my friends play Fortnite. They play Apex, The Call of Duties. I'm not really too into the shooters. I like... More slow-paced games. I play Civilization Six, like a, simul- a simulation game, just like where you conquer the world, basically. <laughs> it, Yeah, it's, it's it's a little weird game that I enjoy playing on my free time. That's kind of cool. And then if I'm not playing the game, I'm watching television. Um, big Grey's Anatomy fan. I've rewatched the series oh five gosh. times.
0: No wonder you and Professor Shaden get along.
1: I love Grey's Anatomy with a passion. Um, <laughs> I like One Tree Hill. I like a lot of those little soapy dramas That's and stuff funny. like that. That's funny. Those yeah, are old. I, I, yeah, I love, I love the classics. I do love the classics.
0: And yet, you don't like Star Wars.
1: I do not like Star Wars. I can't say I do. I get so much heckle for it, but I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I do like Star Trek. I think I started watching it, I don't know, like like 9, 10. My dad turned it on. Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand the concept, but since it was different from Star Wars, I wanted to be different, so I wanted to like it.
0: Just anything to not do Star Wars.
1: That's kind of what it was.
0: That is so tacky.
1: That's kind of what it was because I didn't like fitting into the oh,
0: I, everyone watched Star Wars. Uh, she watched Star Wars. So you're like sort of a lone wolf in the whole. I want to. Ex- I want to do my own thing. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's interesting. I in everything,
0: or just in um, in just like you know culture and media.
1: Hmm. I'd probably say it does overlap, like with not just culture and media, but with everything. Like for an example, some of my uh, I call them takes or whatever, you know, just my opinions about you know different sports and then different stuff in the world. I try to not fall victim into being someone that's just stereotypical, picking you know the most popular side or the least popular side. Yeah, I try to stay different in in that regard too.
0: That's interesting. Have you always been like that?
1: No. Well, yeah. Yeah, and no, because I used to be a follower. I used to be a big-time follower. Like, uh, I had an older brother, and I wanted to be just like him. And an older cousin wanted to be just like him. Just like, you know, older influences in my life. I'm like, I want to be just like them. Then my dad one day told me, he was like, don't be a follower. Be your own leader. He said, you have have your own name. Be your own person. So I take that advice with me everywhere, and I kind of just try to run with it.
0: Well, I love that. How old were you when you finally realized that you wanted to be, you know, the lead dog?
1: Hmm probably my eighth grade year of uh, middle school. So right before I went into high school, I remember we were playing football and I was like, uh, that was the best year I've had playing football too. You know, our season was really good. We won our championship for the first time in our conference and it was just like a really big deal. And then uh, from that moment on, I was like, I can be a leader. I can be someone who can stand out, you know, and not just blend in if I really wanted to. So I kind of just took that approach and Try to make a life out of it throughout. You know, since then, these odd twelve, thirteen years, however, what I am.
0: <laughs> Was your your cousin and your brother? Were they? I mean, were they good role models?
1: Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. But, but
0: even they, at that, you still you wanted to do your own thing. Yeah,
1: like they were really good role models in the sense of they had their own characteristics. You know, they really, if you see them out, if out in public, you knew who they were. That they were like. Not local legends. I feel like that's just a little too far fetched, but they were really known in the community just yeah. for who they were, their eccentric personalities and just Right. Just being them, honestly. Yeah.
0: And now you are.
1: Yeah, trying to be. I'm I'm trying to be.
0: Well, I think it's working because honestly, it's been kinda hilarious that everyone I have said. Hey, I have this intern, his name is Cornelius, and they all shout, corn? We love corn. It's kind of, it's almost embarrassing.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't like being bragged on too much sometimes, too, so it is like a little eh, kind of feeling, but I just, uh, I appreciate everyone who, you know, talks good about me, because I try to, I try to stay out the way and just do my own thing, you know, just put my head to the grindstone and get working. Yeah. So I don't try to make too big of a fuss or anything like that. So when people talk good about me, I just thank them as much as I can because I really do appreciate all the nice things they say about me.
0: But, but that's not what you're doing it for.
1: Not really, no. Um, just being you. Yeah, I, I do it. Honestly, I do it for my little sister. She uh she has sickle cell. So, you know, she's she fights hard, and she's only 14, 15 wow. years old. She's been to the hospital more times than I have. So, What's your heart? Like, I just look at her, and i be like, you fighting this hard at 15. I'm 22. I can I can fight a little harder, too. I can do something to help you out. So that's that's really what I try to do it for, honestly.
0: Does it make you happy because she's proud of you?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my dog right there. That is my <laughs> dog. I call her almost every other day. I talk to her a lot. I mean, she's she's awesome. <laughs> she's she's a little fireball. She's a dancer. She has her own personality. I don't get her in her generation sometimes because I feel like I'm an old head, and I don't know why.
0: What just happened?
1: Like, I just feel like...
0: How, I've been feeling that way this whole time you and I have been hanging out together. How did it just happen that you don't understand?
1: It's just some of the things that they say and some things that they do, it's just different than, like, when I came up. But I know it doesn't feel like a long time because we're only, like, seven years apart or eight years apart. But it's just different. And just seeing her grow up has just been it's just been astounding, honestly.
0: Well, what what's what do you notice that's different?
1: The things that are different is just how, how fearless this younger generation is. They're really fearless. Like, they'll take the bull by the horns and they'll ride to the sunset. And that's just, that's all of them I'm feeling like. It's just like that whole generation just doesn't really care about the, you know, the boundaries that have been set in front of them from past generations, stuff like that. They're trying to break them down from the get-go. And I feel like it took a it took me a while at least to get to that point. And I feel like they're there by middle school. They already have this outside thinking that i was kind of more sheltered to you know they're they're seeing the world from a whole new point of view that i just wasn't accustomed to until after i got out of my shell a little bit more
0: yeah you know that's funny because i have said many times and really talking about your generation too Mm -hmm. that all everything's off the table as far as like following rules yeah but i was such a goody-goody when i came to emory I went to breakfast during orientation because it was written on the schedule and I thought it was required. That's how, that's what a rule follower I was. But you guys know better, you know, you know that there are no, there's, that nothing is required, that Mm -hmm. nothing is beyond being questioned. And it's weird. I mean, it's kind of cool to watch, but it's weird, but it makes it hard to know. It makes it hard to know how to interact sometimes Yeah. because you're like, well, you know, you're helping out with um, events and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I'm going, what, how do you get somebody's attention? How do you get them to actually show up? How do you how do you get them to want to do some of these things? And I don't know anymore.
1: Yeah. it's. A, I feel like that's how it's going to be just with time, honestly, as more time goes by. More people are going to have those same type of questions like, okay, this is like a newer, not say a new generation, but this is a new audience we're trying to reach out to. How are we going to get them to stay attentive, stay alert? And I feel like that's just going to change just with every year that a new high school you know takes out another 2,000 kids or whatever more kids are coming up and yeah I just feel like that's how it's going to be for the next couple decades honestly
0: yeah it's not a bad thing it's oh, just, not at all it's just it's actually a really good thing and I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of things in society that have needed to be questioned and mm-hmm. pushed like your sister's doing um, that we just have accepted for you know sort of as it is and there are a whole lot of things we gotta quit doing that with, and I yeah. mean that from everything from from nature conservation to cultural issues. But whatever it is, um, there's just a whole lot that we we need to quit acting like it. The way it's been is the way it has to be. That's yeah. crazy.
1: I feel like uh, some stuff that was the way it was, say a hundred years ago, shouldn't be the way it is now. Right. You know, times have changed. Let's get with the times and let's also make some changes too. I right. definitely see that.
0: I want to remind everyone we're talking today with Cornelius Barber, who is the student intern in the Emory Henry Alumni Office for this fall semester in the fall of 2023. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. And do you graduate <laughs> in the winter or in the spring? In the winter. In the oh, So this is literally your last semester? Yes, ma'am. Have you started doing what I used to call the lasts, where you walk around and go, oh, it's the last time I'll get to do this. Oh, it's the last time I'll get oh. to be here.
1: Kind of. Like the first day of class, I was like, wow, I'm not going to be at the calf anymore after God, this semester. See, And I was just linking. And I was like, the duck pond. <sighs> the duck pond. Aww. So many adventures when it started to flood, when it was raining so hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I will miss, seeing the flood of the duck ponds. The but like, duck
0: pond flood. I, I'm sad that that's what you're going to miss. But. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now there's a lot more things I'm going to miss about Emory. It, it's, it's really been a great experience these past five years. Definitely have a... Uh, Opened my eyes really. Yeah. You know, there's a world outside of South Carolina because it's like one of the farthest places I've traveled up north. Really, mm-hmm. I'm looking to travel farther after you know I graduate and stuff like sure. that. Yeah. So it was really cool just to see another type of environment and another uh, another way people live basically. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's that's part of what college is all about mm-hmm. is getting that experience beyond you know what you're used to kind of thing. So. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the internship. Right on. Uh, <laughs> Why did you want to do an internship in the alumni office?
1: Uh, personally, I wanted to be a little more inclusive with the alumni, just so I can honestly network with them and really see why they spend so much money at Emory. Because you know, not saying Emory isn't a great place. I do love Emory, but people come back here for the homecoming events and stuff like that. And it's just for a small school, y'all bringing a big crowd of the alumni. Like it's y'all, crazy. it is crazy. Like when we were talking about the cemetery the other yesterday, and how you say y'all go up there cheer, you know, yell and scream and it's just like but why though have
0: a little cocktail in the corner yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just
1: like a but why and that's kind of one reason that really struck me is like i want to get to know like why the alumni keep coming back here like what makes this place so special to them
0: that is sweet. I, we had not had that conversation. That's really kind of cool. Well, and you're going to get lots of chances to mm-hmm. do that very sort of thing. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things you're going to be doing coming up, and we'll use this as a chance to talk about you, but also to talk about the fact that we got some cool stuff coming up. Sure do. So... Um, so for instance, on September 8th, coming up very soon, we're going to be at Rhythm and Roots. rocking Out. rocking Out. That's exactly right. Where are we going to be?
1: We're going to be, is it State Street? It's, uh,
0: Most of the stuff will be on State Street. We're going to be at the at the gazebo think, yeah. in Cumberland Square Cumberland Park. Cumberland
1: Square Park. That's what it was called. I know it was a gazebo. I can't remember the exact name. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cumberland Square Park. And um, our, our, what can you do when you get there?
1: You can sign up for the Rhythm and Roots prize package. There's a QR code you can scan. The drawing will be at 7.30. We will text the winner. Hopefully, you can win some nice prizes there. So I heard there's a kazoo. I'm not giving anything away, but I heard there might be a kazoo.
0: Might be. Might be. Just saying. Just saying <laughs> there might be a kazoo in the package. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll also have Richard Graves there, one of our alums, who is an artist. And he's going to be sketching and mm-hmm. drawing and painting. And I'm not even sure what all. But he's going to do something kind of Emory and
1: Henry-ish, I do believe. Something Emory-themed, he was saying. But I'm yeah. not sure he's you know finalized what he's going to do yet. But I know... I've seen his work from Instagram and stuff like that. Sir Pounce, follow him on Instagram. Really, really good stuff. He's really artistic. He's great.
0: Yeah, and he'll be a lot of fun. And so you got to come see him. Okay, so I'm going to drag you to some tailgates, mm-hmm. football tailgates away. We're going to be at uh, uh, Carson Newman, and we're going to be UVA Wise. So mm-hmm. we'll be doing those two. And on September 17th, we're going to be at a Tennessee Smokies game mm. with a special guest. Who's that going to be?
1: Is it Mr. Mancuso, I believe? Yes, uh, Josh Emory Mancuso. Alum. An Emory alum.
0: Yeah, and tell me, tell so I, when I asked you if you knew who Josh Mancuso was, you said, mm-mm, and then you pulled him up.
1: Yeah, he's the mascot guy on TikTok. He's the one who has those funny videos about how, you know, a college gets their mascot named, you know, like the Tennessee Volunteers. And I like, oh, we'll be a volunteer. <laughs> So Matthew could be we'll have a dog. Huh. Okay, yeah. And I didn't I never knew he was an emory alum, but he's hilarious. He's really funny.
0: People love him. It cracks me up that everybody seems to know who he is. It's mm-hmm. really funny to me. But he's gonna be our special guest, and you can have your picture made with him. You can mm-hmm. get his autograph. There's a good chance that Randy is gonna make an appearance. Hopefully. Yeah. So I think Randy's gonna be there. Um, got a brand new thing. You don't even know this one. This just happened. Mm-hmm. So on October the fourth, we're gonna have a thing at Sweet Bay Brewing in Abingdon, where you you can come have a beer with President Wells. If you have right. you just wanna come like ask questions about what's going on at the college or maybe you want to share some suggestions about things, that's the time to do it. Or maybe you just want to hang out with your friends and have a beer at Sweet Bay, mm-hmm. which is also awesome. There is a secret connection to an Emory & Henry person at that at that brewery now, dum-dum-dum. Really? But if you want to find out, you have to come and hang out with you us and have come. a beer, and then I'll tell you all about it. So that's October the 4th, outside of Wednesday evening, and then we got homecoming. Holy cow, it's almost homecoming.
1: Almost that time.
0: Almost that time. What? Do you have a homecoming tradition?
1: I really just enjoy the football game. Uh, like I said, football's a big part of me, so I love homecomings. Even, like, in high school, I loved our homecoming game. It's just, yeah you know, how, how live in the crowd gets. You know, it's a different roar. It, it's it's really different. So I, I, I really thoroughly watch the game. I try not to talk to nobody during those four quarters because uh, then after that, I just probably go have a drink. I,
0: do, like I I love that I love that you say it's a different roar because it's mm-hmm. a big old honking crowd in that for homecoming for sure because we typically somebody asked me he's new on campus and he said how many do you have for homecoming I said oh five or six thousand mm-hmm. but they're not all alums I mean you know it's parents and just yeah. fans and everybody but it is a huge bunch of people that'll be there so that'll be fun and a bunch of reunions the football team of 1973 mm-hmm. the class of 73. Class of 78, class of 68, class of 83, class of 93, class of 98, all have a little something-something playing. Mm-hmm. And the lacrosse team, lawsy mercy, the lacrosse yes. team is going to be here. Those guys are, these are guys who played in the 70s, and that was a surprise to you, right?
1: Yeah, I did not know that they had a lacrosse team back in back in the 70s. I thought that this would be the first time that Emory Heron gets lacrosse. Yeah,
0: well, let me tell you, they are beside themselves tickled that there is a lacrosse <laughs> team at Emery Heron out, and so they're all going to be back on campus telling a whole lot of lies, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, reminding everybody just how good they were back in the day. Yeah. yeah, but they're excited about the students getting involved in it now, too, so that'll be fun. All right, so lots of great plans that where people can see each other, can come support Emory & Henry, can come meet our alumni office intern, Cornelius Barber. Yes, you can. And tell us, when you leave here, what do you think you're going to remember the longest?
1: Probably something I'll remember most is just how how deep when you're into a major like how deep they go they don't just give you one certain thing like like I like I said I'm a mass communications major like I didn't just learn about audio or visual you know video or just journalism yeah I learned about persuasive communications marketing skills I learned just a whole hodgepodge of different uh, traits and abilities that can help me in the future and I think that is just something that I can really take with me after I leave here just having a wealth of knowledge that just goes deeper than just kind of one concentration.
0: Well, that's what the liberal arts education Mm -hmm. is all about after all. Sure is. I wish I had understood that better, but I (laughs) I get it now and I think it's pretty fantastic.
1: It took me a while to get it too.
0: Cornelius Barber, Emory & Henry class of, okay, so let's get this straight. So you're graduating in the winter.
1: Yeah, so but you
0: won't time. really get to walk until, until the spring. So I'm a 24. Or? You were a 24 graduate. You uh, are Emory and Henry class of 19. 19. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not class of 1924. But wouldn't that be funny? That'd
1: be weird. <laughs>
0: Emory and Henry class of 2024. Are you, mm-hmm. you going to? You're going to come back and walk, right?
1: Yeah, I will. My parents, <laughs> they've made it a big fuss to come see me walk. So I'll definitely be back here.
0: I think there would be some some uh, some foot stomping
1: oh yeah if you didn't do it i I believe so
0: yeah well good all right so if you miss him at some of these events you can see him at graduation but we know you're going to come and meet Cornelius somewhere along the way and first up will be on september the 8th coming just around the corner Mm -hmm. at rhythm and Roots in the cumberland square park um, under the gazebo which is a fantastic location and we are thrilled
1: it's a really great spot it's an awesome spot all right i'll save the worm there (laughs)
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. We had a caterpillar who was um misdirected and tried to ride um in the car mm-hmm. instead of outside the car. so you very thoughtfully. Gave him a good haul.
1: Made him Sylvester. Mm-hmm. I hope he's doing great right now. I
0: think probably he is. He's probably in the process of turning into the coolest moth you ever saw.
1: Yeah, it was a moth when we looked at the year. Yeah,
0: it's going to yeah, be a great moth. Mm-hmm. A moth. Yeah, I think that's when you won my heart was when you <laughs> saved that worm. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening today to the Duck Pond Wall. Cornelius, thanks for being our guest. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And please stay tuned to WEHC here at 90.7 WISE-FM-WISE 90.5 because we are the voice of Southwest Virginia.